just finished eating my lunch dinner. I didn't have lunch today because I was doing some things, busy with work and I did a video earlier today and it's going to give me motivation to do this because I really don't want to do this episode. I don't feel like it's worth my time, but I, I got to do it so that we can have some kind of foundation as to what I really want to dig into. So hold on a second. Let me find a video. All right. Common theme, common theme in this fucking fan base that I think Sony is pushing and the estate is pushing. I don't know who it is, but it's a common theme and there's people popping up that's trying to push this agenda. They are trying to get positive results from a toxic, toxic entertainment industry. That entertainment industry, I don't, you can have scads of good people, people that mean well, people that want to do good, all of that blase, blase, blase. There was a lot of good people around Michael, and he's murdered. He's not here with us today. But y'all expect the same fucking system that Michael tried to work with. He bought all them catalogs. They tried to get Michael to commit suicide. Then when they didn't get that result, they wouldn't found a doctor that would eventually administer medication to him that would cause him to pass away. They murdered Michael Jackson. But yet and still, nobody sees the correlation between what's happening with Paris and what happened to her father. Nobody sees that shit. Somebody probably does, but your hands are tied. I don't know what's going on over there. But anything that is toxic that comes from the entertainment industry, we need to stop entertaining. We need to stop giving them attention. Vlad TV is toxic. Jimmy Kimmel is toxic and Red Table Talk. I we ain't, we don't have to have this discussion because we know how fucked Red Table Talk is. They went on there and set up and dogged out Snoop Dogg, and Jada went on there and dogged out her husband. So we know how she feels about black men. She wants to demasculate them. She hasn't she has an issue with black men. So she gonna get Paris on her show. Y'all opening up some shit. Y'all opening up some shit, and I'm going to sit back and watch the motherfucking show. <laughs> so, um, I just finished watching Red Table Talk. The entire interview. She debuted a new song on there. And, I was on, and, and as I was watching Paris... I feel so fucking negative saying this shit. 
But I have to say, I, she, I feel like she's not there. She's not there. She's saying things that people want to hear. She's not fucking there, man. What do I mean by her not being there? That she is not there. She's still that same 14-year-old girl. How can I say these things? What gives me the right to say them? Blah, 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 blah. How can anybody say what they say? How can anybody have the... How does anybody have the right to say what they say? I think that Willow is a product of her environment. She's a beautiful soul. Her brother's a beautiful soul. And they just got really a really shitty deal coming to this earth. But they're trying to make the best of it. All of those questions that J- that that Willow asked came straight from Jada. That was Jada and that was fucking Oprah. That was not Willow. Willow don't give a fuck about none of that shit she asked Paris about. That's that's what I love about these kids in their 20s and their 30s and growing up. You know, these this this next generation is going to make it so that everybody gets along with each other and everybody loves each other. I love that about these kids. But there is going to be a lot of turmoil before we get to that point. And these kids don't understand that shit. They don't fucking get it. They think that they can do all this kumbaya, we'll love you, I'll love you, you love me the same way, I got your back, you got my back, but I don't hear from you for three years. Okay. Okay. If I knew when I was their age, Willow and and, and Paris's ages, if I knew what I knew, if I knew then what I know now, my life would get be so If I was their age and I had all the knowledge that I have now, my life would be so different. But I didn't. And I grew and I learned and I made mistakes. My fear, the thing that I clench on, that I have to let go of, is that when I was growing up, There was nobody to have the patience with me to sit down with me and talk to me and tell me certain things. But they were willing to let me know when it was my fault. When they didn't want to take responsibility for their actions. They were happy to know when I made a mistake so they can keep rubbing it in my face. You know. 
they were chomping at the bit, waiting for me to fuck up so that they can see I told you so. You should have learned for the first time when I tried to tell you, when I half-assed tried to tell you. I stick by what I said. I stick by with what I said. In the video that I did on Twitter, and right now, they're setting it up so that Oprah can be forgiven for the dirty shit she's done, and she will still not whisper a word out of her lips about being sorry for what she did to her father. Evil does not present itself as evil. It's not going to walk up to you and say, yep, I'm evil, I'm demonic, I'm a horrible person, I should have never done what I did to you, this is who I am. It does not do that. Evil comes in disguises where you will smile at it and you'll laugh and you'll embrace it. And This is the thing I'm going to leave you guys with and I'm going to let you go. When someone gives you their heart, If they're not in the body and if they don't have the mind, they don't have the soul, if they if you are not attracted to them in any way, you're not going to want to take their heart. But if you give somebody your heart, you have to be Selective because the person you try to give your heart to is not going to think like you. They're not going to say, okay, well, I know that I'm not attracted to them in any kind of way. They don't have, you know, the type of soul I would expect. They don't have the same thought patterns. They don't have anything. We don't have anything in common. So I don't want to take this person's, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to take that person's heart, but they're not going to do that to you though. They'll willingly and freely take your heart. How do you stop it so that you're not just giving your heart away with the intention of them doing what you would do? How do you do that? Very, very easily. Stop thinking that everybody is like you. Stop thinking that that love that you give is going to come right back to you. Live your life with no expectations. The greediest thing and the most selfish thing you can ever do is think. That you are going to get love back.
But the most beautiful thing that you can do, the most selfless thing you can do, is love yourself in the way that others should love you. Give them an example to follow. See, my mother told me something one time. She said, well, she told me a lot, but this one time, this this really resonated. She said, you teach people how to treat you. And I also think that that begins with love. You teach people how to love you because if you're just giving your love away freely and every person you give it to treats you like shit, dogs you out, handles you like this, does this to you, talks about you behind your back, tells all your secrets, then here you have yourself in this vulnerable state and you're so torn and you're so broken, you don't ever want to give your love to anybody else again ever in life because you've been beaten down and torn up so much. And that's the responsibility that you'll have to deal with for the rest of your days. So that's why you have to be careful with who you give your heart to, who you're hugging on, who you're praying for, who's praying for you, who you spend time with, who you talk to, who you keep in contact with, who is your friend. Understanding and knowing that relatives can be let go too. All of that. Stop with the madness. Love yourself. Give everybody else around you the example that they need and the people that see you and how much you love yourself. The haters, some of them are going to come in and try it, but others... They'll just walk away and be like, uh-uh, that's too much work. Self-love, I'm telling you. That's the key. That's the key to keeping shitty people away from you most of the time. And... Being strong enough to combat the haters. Self-love. Love of self. Love of self. Oh, dear God. I pray for Paris all the time. And I pray for Willow and Jaden so many years for those kids. And Willow, I wish she would just disconnect from her mother. But because her mother is so fucking toxic. And Willow could have a beautiful life. She is a gorgeous lady. And she is just. I know how it is, though, when you're dealing with a toxic parent and you don't want to let them go. I know how that shit is. I know how that shit is. There's a lot of us out there that do that shit, though. We won't let go of our parents and we know they're toxic as fuck. But we won't let go of them. Jada Pinkett Smith is the devil walking. She's as demonic as they come. Hmm. I'm going to do an episode about her ass next. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Take care, guys.